Switch to Boost Mobile and get unlimited gigs so you can download all the music you want. But there's more. With Boost, you get a fast nationwide network so the beat never stops. But there's more. You also get four lines for $25 per line per month plus four free phones. Switch to Boost Mobile and get four lines with unlimited gigs for $25 per line per month plus four free Samsung Galaxy phones all on our super reliable, super fast network. That's right, it's the Coco Show. If David Strand's on the job, there's something in store. We speak facts, please don't ignore. But if you got beef, bust a plumber, bring it some more. There's nothing new up under the sun, so we expect when you would check, there'll be problems. But let it sink in, get all under your skin, so you can see it just a mile away from your win. How many days are you gonna go through before you see for yourself what's the truth? It's time to rise, open your eyes. The Coco Show catches people by surprise, like. What you say, David? It's Johnny, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Style. Style. Black fit. Black fit. Go loud. One time. One time. All loud. All loud. No doubt. Now it's time to work it out. It's the Coco Show. What you mean, baby? Strain. Yo, it's KDS. Wong Wong, it's your girl, Shanti. Yo, what's up? It's KDS with the Coco Show here again. Without my brother and Chantal, we we um, we got to do better, man. We got to do better. We got to get together more. I'm about to hit them up after this episode just so they they understand the severity of the situation. I need to get us all on the same page and make sure y'all have access to your people. This is the Coco Show, not the KDS Show. Anyway, without further ado, <laughs> I just want to shout. Right, I'm gonna put it in there because I know they're gonna be listening. Anyway, shouts out um, to everyone listening, man, and to Freedom K Radio for all you guys do. We thank you to our sponsors always for showing love and being there, supporting us and whatnot. Um, shouts out to Hustle Man uh, Radio, Federico, and all you guys. We also got Home in the Carolinas from ATL doing their thing. Hopefully, about to open their store here next year. Um, right here in Greenville, so we gotta continue to support and check them out when it is time. They also have their event coming up December the twelfth. Um, and yeah, shouts out to Clutch and D because they are actually in charge of the almost got the names. So I apologize, brothers. Um, and just want to thank everyone too for showing up to our event on Gather Greenville. Um, if you were out there, kind of show love, supporting the crew. HTC Podcast, HTG Podcast. Want to make sure I said that right. Um, just want to say thank you. Thank you guys for showing up, and I hope you guys enjoyed yourself. I know I did uh, with the artist lineup and everything um, that we had going on. It was a long and tiring day, but I think overall we had a great show, and I think people enjoyed themselves. So Much love, much love. Um, I, I, I've actually pulled my wife in on this episode. Um, we, we're going to have a little conversation. She don't know what we're going to talk about. But. <laughs> <laughs> we just uh we, we pulled it in. So we're gonna we gonna call it two. Say what's up two to the folks. Hey y'all. And um yeah, we uh we're gonna do this little quick episode, man, and I'm just I wanna spring something on her and I wanna see what happens. I love so when we do podcasts, I love to have a topic that um none of us have even talked about prior. Cause I feel like sometimes when we release topics before we hit the record button, a lot of this material comes out. And like, why didn't you hit the button, Nate? 
Now, I just I, I, I say to myself, now let's just hold what you're about to say or what it's even about until we hit the button so we get it all. And it's not on me. But um, I know a lot is going on. I, you know, and definitely, man, our hearts go out to people um, that's affected during these times and losing loved ones. And like I said, so much going on. But I feel like um, even in the now, like it has been for such a long time, I feel like everyone is called to love. And I feel like a lot of that is pushed aside because of, you know, who you're around or how you grew up. If that what you know, if you weren't in an affectionate um, family or, you know, if you listen to certain music and they're like, man, I don't love, you know, if the lyrics are like, man, it's not about love, you know, then you, that's what you that's what you think. That's what you know. Or if you're not really feeling the love from the people you're around and friends or whatever, like. Then it's obsolete. Like I feel like you don't, you don't even know what it means. You don't even know how to give it, how to receive it, and um, I just I feel like that is still so important. And um, I want to say this: like I feel like in a lot of in a lot of areas um, in life, I don't always feel love. You know what I mean? Um, but I know, like I said, it's 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 what's in me. But I also feel like it's, um, despite of what I get, I should still give love in many different ways. So I wanted to talk to you about that. I, the, the whole topic today is love, and I just want your mind. I don't want you to focus on one specific thing, and I just all abroad. Just let's just talk about love. What what's in your mind when you hear the word? What's on your mind? What comes to mind? Um, unconditional. Unconditional? Okay. Elaborate. Well, I feel like we as people, that's what kind of love we're supposed to show each other. And it's probably like the hardest thing. Mm. I feel like it's so much harder to show love and be a compassionate person to be kind it's so much harder to do that than it is to be hateful okay I can see I mean, that I feel like being hateful and just not caring is so much easier yeah because I don't know you just don't care and some people thrive off that I think mm-hmm. they really get that a high off of being hateful. Yeah, they do. And, um, I don't know, like, you can, I see the change, you can see facial changes in, in people who just live in, you know, that, that type of mindset or always just live to hate versus live to love. Um, what would you say about, um, say, couples in love? What would you say, like, what what would you say kind of keeps couples from love? Let's say it that way. I want to break it down in three ways. So I want to kind of piece it all together. Um, I'd say differences. Okay. Like differences between um, you and your spouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody's the same person. Everybody's different. Everybody has 
different qualities and likes and dislikes and emotions and all of that and so I feel like to truly love somebody you have to be able to accept all of them okay. every part all of the things that make you different from them you have to I guess essentially love you know love those things even if they're things that are vastly different from what you know you believe in or maybe different from what you you feel mm-hmm. to truly say that you love that person I feel like you have to you know be able to accept that yeah yeah okay what would you say about love um, in regards to um, a career choice or um, um, work that someone's passionate about I'd say it's um, that thing that you're doing that even if you're not getting paid a whole lot of money, you still like really and truly enjoy it and feel a sense of fulfillment mm-hmm. when when you're doing it. I feel like that's love. That can be love. Okay. Yep. All right. What about, and this is the last one, what what about love um, in regards to material things? How would you break that? Um, I guess those things that I'm going to steal uh, a saying from a YouTuber mm-hmm. um, that I had been kind of following. She always says those things that spark joy. So I feel like anything material that when you hold it in your hands and and when you wear it or when you're, you know, dealing with it in whatever way you deal with Mm -hmm. it, if that thing brings you joy, Mm -hmm. that material thing, then that's love for some people, you know? Well, really for everybody. Everybody has some love of some material. Mm -hmm. Everybody does. I strive for greatness. All my life, they told me I couldn't, but they were wrong. If I push myself harder than anyone else, if I train harder than anyone else, if I practice more than anyone else, I will be the greatest. Nike, just do it. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Drizzy Dre. You are listening to the Coco Show podcast right here on freedomkradio.net. Switch to Boost Mobile and get unlimited gigs so you can download all the music you want. But there's more. With Boost, you get a fast nationwide network so the beat never stops. But there's more. You also get four lines for $25 per line per month plus four free phones. Switch to Boost Mobile and get four lines with unlimited gigs for $25 per line per month plus four free Samsung Galaxy phones all on our super reliable, super fast network. This is true. So it makes you happy, I guess. Okay. So love, that's that's three different ways you can look at it, like I said, from a relationship. And I and I said from like couples, but I feel like that can really extend to friendships as well. Mm-hmm. Family. You know, differences, like you said. 
Um, but three different ways you can look at it from relationships with people to jobs to things. Um, and before I go on, because I want us to both, and I'll, and I'll start, but you know, what does love mean to you? Um, and let me ask you, let me just say this like, I love, I want us to start talking about, and even with the crew, I want us to start talking more about those things that I feel some people are really uncomfortable with. I feel like love is becoming one of those things people are uncomfortable with. Like some some don't like they call it mushy or whatever. Like they just they kind of cringe at it or they're like I don't want it. Or if you say things like I love you, they're like ugh, or they go, ugh. you know like, and it's like what gave you whatever thought you think of when I when you hear that or when you when somebody says that I love you and you go ugh. Experience. Experience. Experiences give you that reaction. Whatever it is that you've been through in your life that made you hate love or feel uncomfortable with it, yeah. I mean, that was due to experiences. Yeah. So, I want to say this. Um, like I said, I feel like it's just more of a, a topic we should talk about more, those uncomfortable things. But um, I think love to me is... It's, it's really momentary. I feel like a lot of opportunities to love come in many different ways. Um, the other day, love came knocking at the door and asked, could they do something for us? Wash cars, sweep, whatever. You know, an individual. I forget his name. I hate that. I forgot his name. Um, and he was just looking to make a little extra money, but actually worked for it. And, it's just, and he said, you know, when I was outside, I don't know if you heard, but... He was just like, yo, you know, I just, I know I'm going to be okay because I'm an honest man. He said, I love God and I'm, I'm doing it the right way. And I was like, wow, wow. Um, and so to show love, you know, I took what we had, just some extra cash just laying around and we gave, well, so we gave all of that to this individual. And you know, I didn't count it, I just gave it to him. And he was just like, man, I don't even know what to say. And didn't ask anything of him. No, he didn't have to work for it. He just... When he was willing to work. I think that's the ultimate sign of love. When you're able to give it and not expect anything in return. Right. There's no strings attached to it. There's no, well, I love you, so what are you going to do for me? Yeah. That's unconditional love. Absolutely. You gave that man unconditional love when he came and and needed it most. Yeah. Don't know him. May not ever see him again in life. Um, I was at work. I won't say the name, but um, the other night, too. And this individual we know, or you know of, um, was just talking. We were just talking. Um, I just happened to be finished with my process. So, you know, in, in turn, when we finish, we have to help others. Um, again, another way to show love, but... I went up to this individual and said, hey, do you guys need help? Now, I, at the time, it was kind of slow, so they were like, oh, man, we want you to help. You just came over here because, you know, you notice we ain't doing nothing. <laughs> and I said, well, that's not true. But um, eventually, work came about, so they had this, you know, still work. Um, and I was talking to them and everything, and um, uh, they were just talking about uh, what I could like to call future movement, just things that, um, you know, they might want to do in their life. He's like, you know, I'm just where I'm at right now. I'm really trying to... Um, figure out what I want to do with the rest of my life and in talking to this individual really just sharing um, 
kind of what I've done, what I'm doing, and what I, you know, I guess where my future movement is just what I want to do. Um, we just kept working. I didn't think nothing of it. And, I, you know, again, I won't go into all the details because it'll give away, but um, he came back to me. He was just like, like, in the same shift. And he was like, Nate, I just want you to know, man, uh, what you said, man, really inspired me. Like, just a minute ago. It really, like, I, he said, I can't let it go. He said, it really inspired me. I just want to say thank you. But it's like even the little things like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, and this is just my understanding. But like, I think love, like I said, is it comes in little small momentary moments that add up to this big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like our lives um, kind of thrive and reverberate more off of those small moments and those acts of kindness a lot more, and so. I give love in any regard like that, that I, I try to. Now, and I'm not perfect at it. I'm not, like, there are some days I get something in my mind or I'm in my head and I don't respond to it. I, I think those, the non-response is hate in my, in my perception in those moments because I'm aware of what just happened. I'm aware of what I just said or what I just did. And I continue on my day. And maybe I don't, you know, I don't show up, but I also never speak of it to those individuals and I just I let I sit I know I have consciousness of it and I let it fester and I feel in, in my book that's that's hate those are things that should be uh, things that I repent those things those should be things that um, I should apologize for I feel mm-hmm. uh, but what does love mean to you? just being that that person that is willing to just do for others and you know put yourself to the side and not just think about only what you want mm-hmm. you know but to to think about what you can do to help somebody else and to be there for the people around you whether you know them or not mm-hmm. you know I feel like that's love and just um, like I said, not expecting anything in return, not expecting recognition, or you know, waiting on a thank you, yeah. or waiting for your name to be, you know, announced as having done this or that for that person. Because that's that's not what it's about. And if you did it expecting that, then you might as well have not done it at all. Because you did it out of the wrong, you know, the wrong reason. You didn't do it out of love. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess it's just thinking more of everybody else than of yourself. That's what love means to me. But it means something different to everybody. And I think that that's okay. I think that's how it should be. Because everybody needs to receive love in different ways. And so we can't all give it in the same way, you know? (laughs) And then I just feel like just staying true basically to what what it means to you and 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 just keeping that in mind when you're giving it's just about giving yeah. at the end of the day what can you give what does somebody else need and what can you do about it that's good that's you know it kind of lays it out but <coughs> excuse me guys um 
I think it's important. I really want a lot of the rest of my life to look like that beyond saying it. Um, I, I want my actions, my my thinking, all of it to, re, to kind of revolve around that. Um, and for those that, you know, are believers, like, that's the highest command. It's to love. Um, and I feel like there's a deep, there's so much more understanding we can get from that. Um, I think talking about it kind of initiates it and, and allows people to open up and say, you, well, they're right. And it begins to show that love in different ways. And it's like you said, everyone shows it different, which is great because we get to cover every area mm-hmm. of love and then people in action. become fulfilled in that way because the different people in your life all love you in a different way. Yeah. And so you're covered if you're around the right people, you yeah. know? But if you're surrounding yourself with those wrong people, people that aren't showing you love, then, I mean, you're going to be an unfulfilled person. Right. You know, of course, we're supposed to draw most of our love from, you know, from God and who we believe in. But I just feel like um, a lot of that comes from who you surround yourself with. Yeah. Because that's who he's able to bless you through. That's who he's able to speak to you through, the people that are closest to you. Yeah. And if you surround your people, <clears throat> yourself, I'm sorry, with people that are not vessels, you know, containing love, yeah. containing good things and, you know, positive vibes and energy, mm-hmm. then how are you going to get it? It's really tough. It's really tough. And I, you know what, I want, I don't want to, I guess I do and I don't, kind of, I'm, I'm on, this, on the fence, um, but I want to talk more about those three things we just discussed from people to drive some material things, but the benefits of love and not giving love. Um, in addition to that, like, the benefits of actually becoming that, like, allowing that to be a part of your life. Um... There was also another person who told me here recently um, that they were intimate with an individual that they have been for a long time. And they said here recently, I guess the last time they were intimate, they, she said, I, I felt a part of me leave. Like, it was taken from me. And I was just like, well, that's, that's spiritual. It sounds spiritual to me. And uh, she said, I didn't like it. And she said, you know, I just... I don't think I can ever see him again. And I was just like, what happened? And there wasn't, there wasn't much detail, just that's what they felt. Mm-hmm. And um, it just so happened, it was the weirdest thing. I went on like YouTube. I usually go on YouTube and I follow different um, pastors um, and, and more so Miles Monroe. And I was listening, I was looking for him. Um, but like Francis Chan, so shout out to those guys. Um, but I had, uh, you know, on my homepage on my YouTube, there was uh, a message like 11 minutes about how um, the transferring of spirits um, can come from like items that people give you, um, people laying hands on you, and intimacy or like sexual um, connections. I was just like, but it was just so bizarre that the next day I saw that I didn't look, search anything. It was that just message there. was for her when you saw it. And that. I sent it to her. Yeah. I sent it to her. 
And I just said, wow, that's just, it blew my mind. I even listened to it myself. But, um, but the, the, like I said, the benefits of, of love and, and, and I feel the result in not showing love, um, it's, it's long-term. It's not just in the moment. Like, I feel like we, we might miss a moment to say, give a hug to somebody, uh, encourage somebody, do a favor for someone. Like we might miss a moment. But those moments, if they're, you know, uh, if they pile up, not just from you, but from everyone they're around, that I feel alters like their course of life, if you will. If I if I do a, a thing for an individual, self like not thinking about myself, but thinking of the other the other person, like it brings them life. It gives them like that energy, like oh wow, this feels great, and they feel empowered to do more to continue to live. I feel like the opposite, almost too much of it makes you feel like you want, you know, it doesn't give you life, it gives you, I hate to say it, but death, over time. And it's like, what do you mean by that? But it's like, like spiritual, I feel like love can be a spiritual thing, but if you don't feed it, you, you eventually kill it. So, benefits and, and, um, and, um, I guess the reverse effect of that um, from couples, and we know a lot of a lot of people, um, and that are either going through it, struggling, whatever. Um, that I feel love has, I guess, lost its substance to them to certain individuals. Um, I feel like there's not enough of what we just said, like going back and forth. Giving, thinking about the other person, um, giving those little moments the attention it deserves and needs. And so I feel like, again, just over the course of the years, those little things that go missing are now forgotten. And it's slowly killing the thought of what love is to that couple, that relationship. Um, but you got to look at the benefits. Benefits too. If you, if you do a little thing for your wife or your husband and you make, and you bring that energy to that person, well, they in turn take that energy and put it back into the relationship only for you guys to recycle it from both sides to make you stronger. Mm -hmm. Um, that allows you to always, uh, function as a couple. I feel like it also allows you to, um, see things that you never saw before, uh, little small things, uh, but it opens you up to it. And I almost feel like before, like if if you don't have those things happening to kind of just start, then you you kind of either ignored it or you never really seen the smaller details that you might have missed. Um, but all of those factors are important when you are living life with somebody. Um, so I, I I say all that to kind of just lay it out, but I want to just whatever you think you just kind of mind just you can speak on. But um, I want people to see like the value in the person you have in front of you. Um, it's overlooked, and I feel like sometimes when we see someone, we think of strictly the bad, strict like it's not it's not a the whole experience of the person. It's just what they done to me. Or uh, what they don't do to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's always your, your view from that. And I feel like everyone gets a bad rap 
when they, when they see somebody or when they say the name, like instead of treating it like a whole, you're not gonna let me break it down this way. You're not gonna go. Um, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. Go to like a, a restaurant and order a sandwich and just eat part of it. You're, you you bought the food so you can eat it all. Now some of you might save it for later, but you plan you bought that to eat it all. Simple and plain. You're not gonna eat just part of it and just trash the rest. So you look, <laughs> you're like, well, some people do that. <laughs> but um, I think it's just important, like I said, just the whole. And we just we have to read. I hate to say it this way, but reappraise the value in the individual and allow someone to truly see all they give, not part part of what they give. Mm -hmm. And allow that person to have status in your life, not because of what they've done, but how they love. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like, again, adding those elements in your life allows you to further progress your life, gives you the energy to even want to do those things in life versus the outcome of not doing it. So, Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts? I'm all over the place. I love that. The whole reappraising <clears throat> the value of the people that you love. And you should tell them. Is that what you mean? That yeah. you should tell them? You should definitely tell them. Because people need to know that. Yeah. And sometimes people don't know if they're, you know, if they're, I don't want to say if they're, how would I say that? You say it have you want to say it. Sometimes people don't realize what they bring to the table. Mm-hmm. They know. And sometimes people just need to be either reminded or they need someone to tell them, look, you add value to my life because you do this or you say that when I need you to or, you know, that's important. Mm. And that's love. I feel like that's lifting the person up because you're you're taking those things that make them great and bringing them back to the surface because yeah. things in life push all of that down, you know? Yeah. Work and drama and just everyday life and bills and all of those things, sometimes they just push... All the good stuff to the bottom, you know? It's heavy. There's one. than you ever imagined when you trade your games for something new at GameStop where 150 titles are worth $15 or more. Power to the players. Are you an artist looking to get your song played around the world? Freedom K Radio is the place for you. For more details, just call us at 704-345-0324 or email us at 1tccshow at gmail.com. Let your music echo far and wide on freedomkradio.net. And so when somebody else comes along and reminds you of those things that you are to them or even just that you are, 
um, you know, that just gives those things just the weightlessness again and so that they can rise and come back to the top and so that you're able to share more of it. Um, yeah. And I that agree. just makes them even more valuable. I agree. Mm-hmm. And I learned too, and um, I shared this with that individual at work um, about prayer. And it was just talking about um, how when we pray, typically we just speak. Um, you know, and that's just kind of some of us is taught that way. Some were taught other ways, but um, you just you speak to God, and when you finish, you just say Amen. Um, but in some teachings, through like Miles Monroe, he was just saying, "Yes, we've all done that, um, but we should pray Scripture." And a lot of people say, "Well, I don't know Scripture because we don't read." No sweat. Um, part of the reason why I like to teach the girls Scripture, so. He was just saying, in reading scripture, and praying scripture, you are reminding God of the promises he made to you. And it's good how you put that, um, being reminded of that value to bring life to that person. Um, <clears throat> it's the same thing you commit, when you're trying to commit something to memory, you say it over and over and over. To keep it fresh on your mind. Right. So it, there's power in, in reminding someone, hey, you add value in this way. I appreciate you. Or, um, you know, you always do this certain little thing. And you know, I noticed it, but, I, you know, I really appreciate you. I really thank you for that. Or whatever. It could be whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think, like you said, it's just important to um, to speak that reminder to that person because a lot is going on. And I, and I guess when I heard that, too, I was thinking, God forgot. God didn't forget. <laughs> like, and maybe it wasn't so much that he forgets, forgot. but more so he needs to know that you know. Right. Of course he hasn't forgotten his word like and what that. he promised us, but he needs to know that we know that right. we bothered to read it and bothered to memorize it and even bothered to believe it Mm -hmm. because in us repeating that back to to him that means in some whether it be small or a big part we believe it yeah and that's all he needs to know to make that manifest yeah Asi come here this this is my daughter Asi man aka S.A.B what is Mark 24 Mark 24 3 24 wait Mark 11 24 Jesus Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe you have received it, and it shall be yours. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. I just wanted you to have that on the podcast. Why? It's important. Believing you have received it, and in that believing, you're exchanging that with God in the, your prayers. Yeah. You're, you're telling Him. But that's... that's an extension to what we're talking about too. Saying that, repeating that to someone, you know, believing you received it. You know what I'm saying? Believing All of that, that you are. Extends it can down be, to yeah, you. it could be believing that you are those things that that person is sitting there <clears throat> telling you that you are. Yeah. So that makes you. It makes you. Yeah. Absolutely. So moving on. Um, we also spoke about love in uh, in regards to your job, your careers, and what you do. Excuse me. 
Um, a lot of people, and I and I have to say this from a man's perspective, a lot of men, myself included, um, you know, get wrapped up so much in work, what we need to do, busying ourselves with all these things. For some of you corporate giants, you got all these meetings, you're flying overseas, you are, you know, meeting with everyone who you think benefits your business on a smaller scale. You, you bury yourself into that business you created. You, you think, well, I put, I put all my money into this. I've got to put all my time into it, too. You busy yourselves, and you do so much, and you forget that life exists outside of that. Um, another thing, you know, it says in the Bible how um, um, I think Jesus, and I forget, I forget the exact story, so please read me um, Jesus was invited to dinner, and I think Martha was uh, busy herself preparing meals and things uh, for God. And he, you know, or she, she thought, well, you know, I wasn't receiving the help that I needed in in my in my doing for you. Can you please tell everyone else to come help me? And the reply was, why are you so busy and doing so much? What, why Why is that so much more important than everything else? I mean, everything else. Taking care of yourself. I mean, everything else. Like, why is that so important? And you got to ask yourself that question. Um, but a lot of us forget it. And, and we all, and, and I feel like the mentality of your earnings has been twisted for a lot of people. And we all feel like we have to acquire so much for, some, for a lot of people, it's just um, owning a home, you know, the picket fence, you know, the painting that picture in people's minds. Well, you have to do this. You have to achieve, achieve this. And that's a level of success. But what's the truth here? The truth is, we again, we, we should love. That's the highest command. So you can't pour all that you are into one area and expect the remaining area to still thrive. Exactly, because you kill it. Now, I, I want to say it this way, too. <clears throat> for, for you business owners that are listening, it, it takes people to make a business successful. You require, you ask them to purchase a product that you offer. I don't care what it is. You want them to support you. Then you want them to um, buy from you and for you to receive that money. But if you don't show love in those areas of people if you don't build that then why why do you have an expectation that's really unrealistic why 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 do you think putting all your eggs in the one basket allows you to have you know let me say this way favor among men like that's just not it don't make sense it don't add up also it um i feel like it really gives you tunnel vision you, you see what needs to be done for a business. That's great. But you also see the little details and what how it needs to work out. And you also plan out the time frame it's going to take you to achieve that in your everyday. So if you have tunnel vision, how much, if, if all you see are the details in the business of what it takes for you that day, how much did you miss happening on the right and the left side of you? What opportunities did you miss <clears throat> that you ignored because you were so busy in the details? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I shared this with my brother um, a few days ago. Um, 
I said there were people, people always talk about how, you know, they want to be rich or make all this money and stuff. And they say, well, they have ideas, but they don't have, they, they fear of starting and they don't have the, the money to be able to do anything. And I, I explained to him, I said, man, there are people that had nothing and learned. It's like they, they acquired knowledge in something, spoke to a, the right person, and they were blessed with hundreds of thousands of dollars. And, and that's not a worry for them. But they saw knowledge was a way for them to acquire that. So there's many different ways you can do that. At the same time, you can't miss that connection of people. They said they're about to leave. Okay. You can't miss that connection with people. So you have to realize, even in your job, like you... There are there's love surrounding you. It's all around you. But you can't be so wrapped up in your your the many things you do and miss those opportunities to love. Because again, those are the things you kill. <clears throat> um, I'm I'm used to working a lot. Um, I feel like my mom has really raised us to do such things. Um also, in addition, I, I saw how she struggled, and I hated that. And I feel like that was really, like, a younger initial way to love or respond because I was like, yo, how can I lighten the load? And I thought, work. You got to work. You got to work. You got to work. You got to work hard. You got to work, you know. Doing two jobs. used to doing two jobs when I was in high school. But let's just be honest, I was also falling asleep in high school. I was also failing high school. So many years because I couldn't keep my eyes open. I still remember to this day um, <clears throat> of the other kids telling my teacher, "Yeah, he just got out of work," and I can hear them, you know, sympathizing and being like, "Oh, I didn't know that. We'll just let him sleep." That yeah, that was nice of them to do that, but I still failed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So again, it's just what was so important in that in that time. I feel like we were trying to maintain a lifestyle that wasn't really conducive to the, the situation. And um, I felt bad because it's like my mom put so much of, and I say money, but she put so much of her life into acquiring that home. And I so badly wanted to preserve it. And it, it still bothers, I'll be honest, it still bothers me to this day to have come so close to her owning it only for her to lose it again. Um, I can't really say that, you know, before, like when I was younger, and before, I guess just getting older, learning more, I would say I was a waste of time. But now I'm looking at it as she's, she's done so much in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, even with, um, and with the home came from Habitat, so even with the actual program of Habitat for Humanity, like, we've done so much with them as well, helping other homes build, you know, from painting to building frames that we, I mean, we've seen the, the construction of these homes that they built. It's pretty cool. Um, we've been to those um, rebuild dinners when they create new homes and they give them away to families. Those big banquets. We, we've been to those. It's really cool. Um, so it's, again, just, you have to ask yourself, you know, like I said, if you're in, you're in your job and you're doing that, like you, you so focused on the one thing you forget the other um, I just feel like 
like I said, it's just imperative to, to take a moment and stop and ask yourself, why is that so important over everything else? And again, for everyone, it's different. And again, if you want to elaborate, you can cut me off, step in and say what you need. <coughs> but um, I just, you know, for me, like I said, it was just seeing all that she put into getting everything that she got and knowing that it was tough on her own and wanting to be there to help out. But that lifestyle just attached itself to me. And all I knew was work. <laughs> work hard. Work. Um, so to not work, I mean, to step back and just slow down, like, the, the, it's tough. It's tough. But like I said... This, this is why the conversation is so important. There are opportunities to love. There are so much other things going on mm-hmm. that are missed, that are put aside, that are forgotten, but that are so important, mm-hmm. not just to the success of whatever you're doing. I mean, just to thrive in others' lives, but in yourself as well. Like, Necessary for humankind. <laughs> because the world needs it. You exactly. Know? The world needs it. Yeah, absolutely. And... I just think, man, um, where people see this this time, like 2020, they see... Yeah, you come on in. How'd it go? Did you get what you needed? Yeah. Tigress in the house, y'all. You what's, up, what's up, what's <laughs> up? Shoot the music video outside. You cool. look good. Thanks. I can't wait to see yeah. you. Yeah. I was wondering what color you went with. I saw your post. Mama Smurf. We got... Ah, I got my own scandal. I don't know what the public figure is supposed to be like, but got my first scandal. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk. We'll talk. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, like, the people say, like, this year, this time is just the worst. And I guess I don't, I, I might have even chimed in in the beginning, like, yeah, you're right. This year's been rough. You know, yeah. But now looking at it, I'm thinking, now this was a great opportunity. I feel a lot of us miss. Yeah, so much opportunity to love. Yeah. Is that what you were thinking? Yeah. And it, I think it was an opportunity for the world to slow down. Mm-hmm. Take a minute. Really take a look at your surrounding. What's going on? Nothing like a forced quarantine to, to make you slow down working yeah. 60-hour weeks. Yeah. You know? And give you perspective. A lot of people lost their jobs, lost homes, people that lost had, cars, you know, lost probably loved ones. thought they'd be on that same job forever. Forever. And it's just a reminder of how how temporary everything around us is. Yeah. Nothing is here to stay. Nothing is permanent. We're not. No. And and it's so important to live your life knowing that and not to be chasing after money right. in such a way that you, you forget. Mm-hmm. None of that matters. Mm-hmm. Because it can all be gone in the next five minutes. Yeah. All of it. All of it. Yeah. And I, I guess, I, man, I just feel like through the experiences of others and us like it's become so real and um, again just another reason to talk about it because I don't think people realize it and now we're at the tail end of this year 
Um, we've, you know, we've got a new president office. Um, there's just a lot, a lot going on, and so I don't think it's too late to still love. Um, even in this year, I still feel like there are a lot of people that are struggling. But this is talk uh, to give awareness to um, <clears throat> those that you're around. I mean, this podcast is being broadcast all around the world. So you, this conversation is just a nugget for you to start to love in those areas around the world. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a great way, again, to just spread the love. It is. Um, Spreading the love brings peace. Yeah. Brings you so much peace and so much joy. It does. It does. And it makes you more content, Mm -hmm. I think. And it's okay to be content with less. Mm -hmm. Because less is more. This is true. And lastly, before we run out of time, um, loving the material things. Um, Those things that you, like you said, you see that or that you have that um, you know makes you excited or you feel like you can't live without um, I, I am burping so much <laughs> it's so burping <laughs> thank you oh my god can I see the memory verse now mm-hmm. can I see I'll let you close with one. It was relevant to what we were talking about right there. He said I do it at the end. At the end. Loving of material things. Um, You know, cars. um, Cell phones. um, All kind of things. Jewelry. Clothes. Um... Trying to think of a few other things. Um, help me out. I mean, any of it. I just feel like overall, though, shoes. It's cool to love it until it becomes a distraction. Until it pulls you away from who you are and what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. That's how I feel about loving of material things. Yeah. Um, those things you love, man. Those things that are in your life that you hold dear to you. Um, for some people too, it's it's passed down items um, from you know extended relatives. Um, uh, and for some people, it's just something you were able to save money for and acquire yourself and say, "I bought this. This is mine. I hold it in high value." You know. Um, <laughs> I remember uh, I saved up for my first computer. It cost me $500 a long time ago. Big old desktop, you know. But I was like, ooh, it's, I did this. I bought this. This is mine. And I didn't want anybody to touch it or, you know, be on it too long or all that, man. It just, I saw how those little things changed me and not really being aware of it in the moment because you think, I bought this. It cost me so much. It took me so much time. I have to protect it. And I think the best way to protect it is to keep others away from it. And only I'll use it or I'll, you know, I'll be the one. Like if it's uh, anything, TV, anything. I don't know what it is here. But like, I'll be the one to control it. I'll start like, and no one else. 
just to protect this thing. Well, in the first place, though, maybe the only reason you even acquired the thing was because God meant for you to share it. Right. And for it to be a help for so I mean, what if you only had got the computer in the first place because he meant for you to let one of your brothers use it to get a job? Yeah. Or, you know, just for anything. I mean, life is funny like that. It is. Brought about so many other uh, meanings. Um, but just, again, just a little example to kind of put in perspective of um, how it changes you or how it changed me, like just in that one one thing. But, um, you know, again, like if you see yourself acquiring a thing or you acquire um, something you feel like you can't share with others, well, it's like, it's, it's like you said, it's a giveaway. That thing has now become a distraction in your life that prevents you from loving, mm-hmm. prevents you um, from caring about others in any regard. And <clears throat> at the end of the day, we, we, we've acquired a thing for a purpose, and now we're putting all the energy towards that purpose. Again, I asked you to ask the question, what is that? What is that purpose? Really ask yourself the question. I feel like a lot of things um, that go on in our heads from questions don't really have answers because, like, we'll ask ourselves the questions we don't have the answers to. You don't say anything to anyone else, but then you think the way you live life, the direction you go, is the best way. But and I'm not big on this, but I need to get I need to get into it. But just writing down those things. Ask yourself that question of why why am I putting so much energy into preserving this one item with most of my energy? And really give a if find the answer and look at it and think about it like how does that how does that benefit you? How does that benefit others? How is that enriching your life? Yeah, and it's like I feel like we just there there's <clears throat> um, a certain awareness that needs to come about and we just we lock a lot of those those things inside because we're think, we're thinking oh well it's not rele- relevant right now it's not important right now so we'll just sit inside we'll put it away but those things we hold on to those things in your mind change you over time changes how you think how you act how you speak how you live what you do where you go yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, I put it in, in the perspective of like uh, grocery shopping. You, you go grocery shopping, that's like you holding on to bags for the rest of your life. But when do you unpack those bags? When do you put those items away? You know, those items have expiration dates, so when do you use them? You, can, you have to, you have to really think about <clears throat> um, how you, go about living your life and these are just a few examples and honestly just kind of piggybacking off what you said um, that we really miss so much life um, in the world and we just have become so oblivious to our surroundings because of all of these other things all of these other distractions all these other things that um, acquire so much attention because we feel like it, it's it, it's needed, but I don't know. I just I really want people listening to really wake up. I really want people 
uh, listening to see that there are there's probably someone right in front of you now or next to you that you know if you listen to this episode there might be people that you don't know sitting where you may be and I'm thinking all of those are opportunities they're just endless opportunities for you to love mm-hmm. and to get love and to feel love and I just I, I, it's what I said to my brother man you um, whatever you feed you give life to and whatever you starve you you present death to um, so I want us to just begin to just talk more about topics like these um, spreading love giving um, <clears throat> others a chance and opportunity um, to love you um, to, to feel love to be loved and and keep the cycle going see what doors open up as a result yeah uh, you'd be how amazed. much your life changes for the better it's a lot of benefits I'm telling you mm-hmm. so baby you want to close this out with a verse which one you want to say you gotta come up here real quick that's to me go for it Proverbs thirteen twenty, become wise by walking with the wise. Hang out with fools and watch your life fall to pieces. Very good. Very important. Say one more time. I think it's important to hear. Again? Yeah, just one more time. Okay. Proverbs thirteen twenty, become wise by walking with the wise. Hang out with fools and watch your life fall to pieces. Oh, what about the one about loving your neighbor? That would be a good one to close out with also. Which one? I don't know. Loving your, which one is it? About loving your neighbor without expecting anything in return. Oh. You remember? Uh, (laughs) I'm trying to see what verse it is. You got this, babe. Do you remember it? Don't ask your sister. Yeah. Without expecting to Oh, um, Proverbs 19. Hmm. No. Proverbs 19? Oh, yeah. Proverbs 19. The fear of the Lord. No, that's the wrong one. No. Never mind. <laughs> Is it Luke 636? Oh, yeah. Luke 636. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't even remember your sister. Oh, it's a good time for you to yeah. get your sister. Head on the road. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to lose this episode, but thank y'all for listening. We are really grateful for you guys listening. Continue to follow um, and subscribe and to check us out on Freaking Pay Radio uh, with all you guys do. And uh, don't forget to share love, give love, and use those opportunities to spread love um, and give it life. Katie, that's from a couple of shows. There's two. Love you guys. That's it, Bye. All right, we'll see y'all next time. So, this is it for the Coco Show with me, David Strand. It's chocolate, baby. Thank you for listening to the Coco Show. Check out other episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. 
You can also listen to current episodes on freedomkradio.net. If you have a topic idea that you would like us to discuss on this platform, feel free to email us at 1tccshow at gmail.com. Again, that's 1tccshow at gmail.com. Please like and subscribe to The Coco Show and share with all your friends. Thanks again for listening.